Alicia. I have to say you listening to this feels like a pretty big deal for me. This is my first podcast episode, and I feel so grateful that you are allowing me to play through your headphones. Or, if you are watching the visual version on YouTube, I'd like to thank you for allowing me onto your screen. Either way, I am so thankful that you are here. This is Make Your Break with Alicia Hall, and I am grateful to be on this journey with you. Over the past summer, my best friends and I went paddleboarding for the first time. Not only was it our first time together, but it was my first time on a paddleboard ever. Before leaving, I threw my phone into the car. I didn't want to get it wet, but more importantly, I didn't think I needed it until I did. Not long after we made it out into the middle of the lake, these waves really started to come in, making it impossible to paddle. At first, I thought it was just me. I thought because it was my first time on a paddleboard, I was really just that bad at it. (laughs) But really, it was that. But it was also the waves too. It wasn't much of a problem until my friends and I became separated. Now, unable to see my friends, and without a cell phone, and without the physical ability to paddle myself back to shore, I wasn't really sure what to do or how to make my way back. Don't get me wrong, this wasn't like a life or death situation. I was wearing a life jacket while also floating on a paddleboard. But in the moment, I knew I needed to find a way out of the situation I was in. It was then I decided to sit down on my board and think of the two choices that I had. I could either stay seated on my paddleboard and wait for help to come, or I could get off the paddleboard and swim with the board and the paddle until I made my way to shore. At different times, I actually chose both. After a while of sitting and waiting, I decided to get off my board, which was strapped to my ankle, and swim to shore. As I got to a sandbar, I felt relieved when I saw two kayakers. And as I approached them, I explained to them what had happened, hoping that they could help. It was then I was met with the most honest answer. I really don't know how to help you, but I wish you lots of luck. Looking back now, this answer makes me laugh so much, but at the time, I was stunned. You know, I'm not really a person who swears, but if I did, I really think I would have at this moment. Instead, I just thank them and I continue to drag my paddleboard to shore. When I got there, I met someone else. I explained to him what happened. At this point, not only was I separated from my friends, but the waves had turned me around so much, I was now lost too. The man who was so willing to help explained to me that by water, I was over five miles from where I needed to be. Knowing that I would be unable to paddle the distance, he offered to give me a ride back. As we drove, he called the number on the back of the paddleboard with the hope of telling them I was on my way. Guys, it was the wrong number. I don't mean he dialed it wrong. I mean the number printed on the board wasn't correct. Either way, when I got there, my friends met me, and I felt so bad for what had happened. They had sent a search team out looking for me, but because I was offered a ride back, I was no longer in the water, and the search team had to come back and tell my friends, I'm sorry, but we couldn't find her. Looking back now, I realized three things. 
First, paddleboarding is stupid. Next, always carry your cell phone with you. And third, always be willing to ask for help. You know, I have to say, this isn't the first time in my life that I have felt lost. When I graduated from college, I felt confused, lost, and uncertain on how to find my way back. But more importantly, how to find my way forward. I know many of you feel this way too. Maybe you're a recent college graduate with big goals and big dreams, but you're uncertain on how to get there. That was me. Or maybe you've been recently laid off and you're struggling to take the next step. I see you. You know, for me, getting lost in a lake was uncomfortable, but getting lost after graduation was painful. I had my entire future in front of me, and although I had these big dreams and goals, I wasn't sure how to get there. And for a while, I remained lost, and I remained stuck. Like when I sat down on my paddleboard, I stayed in one place, but moving forward required me to take one step, just one. Every time an editor rejected one of my articles, I sent it out five more times. When I failed to show people my vision, I believed in it harder because God gave it to me and I believed in it more than I desired their approval. I built my own community of people going after their own goals and their own dreams because I know what it feels like to be lost, stuck, and confused. And I also know it doesn't have to be this way. If you're feeling lost or unsure on what to do next, I want to ask you this. Do you feel this way because you've run out of options? Or do you feel this way because you have so many options, you are scared to make the wrong move? Either way, I wish I could make it easier for you. But in a way, it's good that I can't. Because right now, the pain of being lost is what's teaching you. Through the rejection, through the layoff, through the employer who didn't respond, you are learning, you are growing, and you are becoming better and stronger than the person you were yesterday. Although I can't give you a one-size-fit-all type answer on how to find your way forward, I can tell you, you don't have to figure out your entire future at once. But taking one step, just one, can be massive. And the outcome might be what you were looking for all along. Alright guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, this is my first ever podcast episode, and I just feel so blessed that you chose mine to listen to. If you would like to send my show some love, please leave a review, download the episode, or if you're on YouTube, hit like, subscribe, or drop a comment. Thank you guys, and peace out.